What's up, everybody, and welcome back to another installment, finally back at the Blackstone Labs headquarters here for another episode of what is usually asked PJ Braun, but we've just been kicking it to you guys with these special guest episodes, and you seem to have been loving them, so we had Mr. Pearson in town and figured that we may as well get a little bit of Q&A in there with him for you guys, so uh, he is not a man of many words, but we're going to try to pull as many of those words out of him as we can today. We'll see how many we can get. How you doing, Kian? I'm good, man. What about yourself? Well, I think you know how I am. I've been with you pretty much every day. Of so. course. <laughs> so what I wanted to do is, we're gonna, well, we have time to talk about a few different things. But So last time we brought you down here, you were 11 weeks out from the Arnold. And then everybody obviously saw how that went. So I want to um, like go back in time a little bit and talk about the Arnold. Basically from the time you woke up, to the weekend was over. So this is your first Arnold experience, right? Yes, correct. So you've never even there before? Never been. Never been to the expo. I haven't even seen on TV before or YouTube. When we went to the LA Fit Expo, how many weeks out were you at that point? I was five weeks out. Five and a half weeks out. All right. So when we were in LA, I already saw a big difference in uh, your physique. You guys shot at Golds. That was a fun video. What did you think of the LA Fit Expo? Um... For my first expo, it was overwhelming a little bit with all the people around every single corner. Um, having some random people coming up to me, talking to me. They've been following me on Instagram. That was very different. Uh, working the booth, talking to the people about supplements. That was new to me. Everything was just new. It was just a different environment. Well, every, every time we do anything, I'll always be like, because I forget how, how much younger he is and how new he is to the industry. So I'll be like, hey, did you do this last year? Or, hey, have you done this before? And every time he's like, man, PJ, I, every time you ask me that, the question is always, no, this is the first time that I've done it, uh, which is good. So he has nothing to compare it to. So I'm glad that it's been positive so far. So the LA Fit Expo is a much different expo than any other expos. Like, what do you think of the LA Fit Expo? Um, I noticed it was more so like more fitness people there, not like bodybuilding, but more like, you know, famous fitness model type people there. Uh, but the Arnold Expo was totally different. Uh, more people recognized me, and I seen more bodybuilders that I actually followed myself on Instagram. So, uh, you were at the Arnold Expo only on Saturday, right? Yeah, it was just Saturday after the show. And um, so the LA Fit Expo, you're five weeks out, and then you go, you're tired, and you're at the Iron Expo. But at, at the Iron, at the, excuse me, at the Arnold Expo, I assume the adrenaline of being there probably helped carry you through it, right? Yes, it did. Um, if you were to describe the expos, you haven't done Olympia Expo yet, have you? No, never. All right, so you'll, you'll do that this year. So if you were going to describe the expos to somebody that had never been to anything, what would you tell them as far as the, the LA Fit Expo versus the Arnold? Because they are very different, like you just said. Um, in my opinion, the Arnold is 20 times better than the LA Fit <laughs> Expo. Just to me, I guess there's more people there, mm -hmm. uh, more bodybuilding orientated. Um uh honestly just bigger just bigger it's crowd. huge yeah, yeah i mean huge. there's it's nothing huge. as big as the arnold what i always tell people is that the la fit expo is a lot more about fitness social media influencers youtubers there's a lot of variety in that aspect the arnold is going to be by far bigger than anything else that you go to and you got a lot of different shit going on that weekend between the strongman and the powerlifting and there's even chairleading and whatnot so there's just a ton of people in there. The Arnold is the most intense one by far. What do you think as far as the expos go, Josh? 
I think the Arnold is more of the old school type companies and brands and products that you used to see in magazines mm-hmm. that have really nowhere to advertise except for on places in places like these expos like the Arnold or on Instagram like everybody's doing now. Whereas the Fit Expo was more like I, I saw more new like just established 2017, 2018 type like brands and even uh, influencers, people that are, are realistically just famous on Instagram that, you know, made a booty band or mm-hmm. made a, a workout plan or, or a, a, a me- new meal companies. I saw a lot of new meal companies yep. out there. So I think that was the main difference is that the LA Fit Expo was kind of like, you know, obviously California is like the hub for anything that's new and upcoming, mm-hmm. especially in the fitness industry. So that's where a lot of these people that are like, I'm going to make a brand and I'm going to make it big in the fitness industry. Now I'm going to do what the brands at the Arnold are like trying to keep going. I'm going to do it now. I think that's the difference is that it's, it's your old school. You know them from the magazines, you know them from long years of them bringing you products that you love, bringing you content that you love at the Arnold and things like that. And then the fit expo is new age, like, um, Instagram influencers that are just finding carving their own path through this new fitness industry wave. I think that's the best way to describe it too. They're very different. I think that um, for a fan of fitness, that you'll have a good time at both. Um, I think that uh, if you're a raw just bodybuilding fan, I would have to say that I think that the Olympia is probably the one that you're going to get the most out of because you're going to get the most straight bodybuilding there. Whereas the Arnold, there's a lot. There's just a lot going on. The Arnold's the biggest. So. Um, they're, they're all they're all different though um i will say no, no other event has the atmosphere that the arnold does in the city yeah like while it's going on yeah like you you go anywhere and you're semi in shape people are like oh you're here for the you're here for the expo you're one of them they're bodybuilders yep. and i'm like yeah not really i work at one of these booths but i'm, I'm not getting on stage they're like oh you, you look like you can get on stage i'm like yeah you should see some of my athletes <laughs> they're the ones that you well the, the the olympia's in vegas so it's completely a different vibe because you got a lot of people that are out there for just partying and for all the and djs wild shit happens yeah. out there 24 mm-hmm. so it's like ah, eh, it's the, the olympia's this weekend you know um at the arnold your first time, you know, going against the best of the best. And um, you finished in fourth place. Going from all your prep to the Arnold, how do you feel like your the last stages of your prep played out, you know, from weighing in, carbon up, everything? What did you think? Um, It was very completely different from anything I ever done. Just even the last few weeks, you know, being in Vegas with Flex and uh, just – pounding posing every single night before I go to bed for an hour and a half and you know with the real real low carbs and drinking a lot of access of water like three gallons a day like all, everything was just totally new mm-hmm. um so how did you like being out there in Vegas with Flex uh Vegas itself was I didn't like it I didn't really have fun yeah because I mean I trained three times a day I mean I pose before I went to bed, I worked out in the morning, uh, worked out again later on that evening, woke up five in the morning to eat my first meal. So it felt like bodybuilding boot camp, <laughs> you know, going back to the Airbnb, sit there and chill till we work out again for three weeks. So it was definitely not fun. Yeah, you went all, all in, though. Yeah. Sometimes that's what you got to do. <laughs> <laughs> Sometimes that's what you got to do. Sometimes I was so bored, I, I Uber to Walmart and I just walk around. <laughs> I, I Uber right back, and then it's time to eat again. What would you do at Walmart? I'll just walk around, man. 
just say hey. <laughs> like everybody's seen those videos of like creatures at Walmart at like two AM and shit. Like you turn the corner, you see some jacked fucking bodybuilder walking around at two AM. You're like, what's up, bud? He's like, I don't know. I'm just so so low carb. I don't even know what I'm doing here. I just I Ubered here. I'm just gonna Uber. I'm not even gonna buy anything. I just yeah, it's weird life, bro. What a state! What a state to be in, in like in in bodybuilding depletion. That your your only kicks are Ubering to Walmart. I went to the mall a couple of times, but you know that was it was nothing there for me either. So I don't really, I wouldn't want to live in Vegas either. But it, I mean, to, to lock it down and focus on the show, that was the best idea because you guys got to pose a lot. Yeah. You learned a lot. I think it was very good for you. Um, it was exciting to follow along with all that. So then you get to the show and you weighed in. What'd you weigh in at? I was so the first time I had, I actually weigh in. I didn't make weight. I was like a pound over. And then five other competitors weighed in. They was a pound over. So everybody's like, God damn, like what now? So we're damn near naked in a room weighing ourselves now. Now we're just straight to the draws, just no <laughs> socks or nothing, just draws. And people still wasn't making weight. So it was like, okay, something's going on. So they, you know, they um went over the height all over again, and everybody just stand on their tippy toes just so they can make weight and, um, you know, People weighed in right, but I think I weighed in. I weighed in 180 on the dot, but it took us like three or four times. So, more to the story, the scale was pretty jacked up. That usually doesn't happen. So, for the most part, I think the scale is actually usually actually off by a little bit more. So, if you're a 180, you go to the scale, you're usually you're like 179, 178. They usually, I believe, and then the, the judges, whoever listens to this, might be like, you're wrong. Maybe I'm wrong. But I actually always felt like they actually were like, a little lenient on the scale because I had a scale that I always used and, and so do other people. And then you'd weigh in and usually we're wound up like, Oh, I had a pound to go, you know, like I'm in my room fucking spitting in the cup to try to get rid of extra water. But I actually had a pound to go. Yeah, Did you do anything weird to make the weight? Um, no, just no, n nothing at all. Cut your water out though. Right. Just repetition. Yeah. Just water to make weight. Um, once you weighed in, what'd you start eating? Uh, Started eating, we so I pretty much did a clean carb up, nothing dirty, nothing crazy. Just doing a lot of research and studying. I know most people go straight for a burger and fries. And nah, not always, not always. It depends on how depleted you are. Well, yeah, depleted, but I guess just what I see all the time. Mm -hmm. But it just kept it clean, so I just had like bison and rice, you know. And uh, from there, you know, steak and french fries. But then, the but then, though, this is the thing. Uh-oh. Then he shows up in my room. Uh, I don't know, like eight thirty in the morning. Are you sure they ready for what I ate? I'm gonna. They need to know. They need to know the truth because okay. people want to know this shit. This is a very. By the way, the story that I'm about to tell you, I'm gonna tell it very calm right now. This is a very stressful start of my fucking day. Excuse my language. So he comes to my room, Keon and his dad, and it's like you know, Marissa's like in the bed still. I'm I'm up, drinking my kratom, and. Uh, Keon shows up. We're going to do some posing. And he poses, and he looks, like, flat as fuck. Excuse my language. And I was, like, I, like, swallowed. And I was, like, oh, man, what is going on right now? So I, I, I took a video of him. And then I very casually walked into the other room and sent it to Flex. And so then Flex called me on the phone. And he goes, don't post that video. It's not very flattering. And I'm, like, no shit. <laughs> And I was like, so I don't want, I don't really want him to hear me, but he is very flat. Like, I don't even know if a burger and fries is going to fix this. 
I mean, that's when you do got to post the video. So that way the competition is like, oh, fuck that. We're good. We got the shit in the bag. And then you walk on stage and they're like, oh, what the fuck? That's not what he just looked like 20 minutes ago. Yeah, I guess, we could have, I guess we could have did that for a little psychological warfare. But I was like, how did, how did this happen? You know, so he goes, yeah, he goes, you're right. He's going to need a pizza. And I was like, a pizza? And he was like, yeah, get him a pizza. And I'm like, dude, it's 9 o'clock in the morning in, in Columbus, <laughs> Ohio. Nobody's even awake yet in Columbus, Ohio at 9 o'clock. And maybe the farmers, they're out in the tractors. They might be out there, but I'm sure they don't have pizza. So I Google pizza, and all these places come up, and I'm like calling places, calling places, no one's open. And so then I call Flex, and I'm like, hey, does it have to be a pizza? Because there's no pizza open. He's like, what about Pizza Hut? I'm like, they're not open at 9 o'clock. Yeah. And he's like, there's no 24-hour pizza? So I, I actually, then I Googled 24-hour pizza, and a place came up, and I called, and I was like, oh, you guys deliver? And they were like, yes. And I was like, perfect. I need to order a, a cheese pizza, and I need it delivered to the convention center. And they were like, oh, we don't deliver to the convention center. And I go, where do you deliver? And they were like, only at Ohio State University. Wow. And I was like, god damn, really? And I was like, is there anywhere in Columbus that you think that will deliver a pizza to uh, the convention center and they were like oh they don't they have pizza in max and irma's which is the hotel uh it's the restaurant that's attached to the hotel so i call max and irma's they don't answer the phone and i'm calling them over and over again they're not answering the phone i'm calling the front desk i'm getting mad at this point nobody's helping me get this goddamn pizza well you can go down to the front desk at max and irma and nobody will be there for no minutes. that happened <laughs> to me too that's another story that i'm not going to get into right now of i like almost fought people in max and irma's over them not answering the phone i was just standing there for like 15 minutes and the girl came over and she was like oh we're about to be closed and i was like i don't care i've been waiting here this whole time you're you're definitely giving me food and she was like okay sure let me take your order <laughs> so i call up david and i'm like stressed out and i'm like bro can somebody figure out how we can get this kid pizza? I cannot find pizza anywhere, and Flex wants to have pizza. And David's like, oh, they have DiGiorno in the um, in the little shop downstairs. And I was like, really? And he goes, yeah, they're the personal pizzas. You can make them in your room. And I was like, oh, thank God. So I sent him down there. And uh, when you went down to get the pizzas, what? tell me about how that like, were you, like, stressed out at that well, point? Well, no, I was – it just made me more hungrier. My, my <laughs> thought was, like, damn, I'm really about to eat a pizza. But then in my head, I'm like, I have no clue how my body's going to respond to a pizza before yeah. I get on stage three, four hours later. I don't think anybody – I don't think anybody do that. How not, how not long had it been since you'd had anything like pizza? Oh, man, probably almost a year since I had a pizza. <laughs> I never eat – I don't eat pizza, not yeah. even in the off-season. Were, were you a little bit bummed out that not having pizza for a year, you were going to have DiGiorno pizza for your first pizza? Because I wouldn't even eat that on at any time anyway. Well, at that time, no. I was like, you know, excuse my French, but I was like, fuck it. Let's just, <laughs> let's, let's, let's just do it, you know. And then I remember just warming one up, and then I, was the, I ate that one probably like in a minute while I was warming the other one up, and I ate that on the way upstairs, and then I had, I had another half piece in the hotel room. And How big were the pizzas? Oh, uh, like a, I don't know. How can I describe? So, it? if you went to a regular pizza place, how big of a slice like were these things? Were they e equal to like one slice, two slices? Maybe about two slices. Maybe okay. about, probably like two and a half, three. Oh, they were that big? Yeah, about two and a half, three. <laughs> yeah, it's like a little box. You know, if you think. Okay, of a box. so they're a decent size. Yeah, it wasn't bad. So you wound up maybe having like. One so you might you maybe had like six or seven pieces of pizza, basically. Basically. Like, would you say that those? Little personal pizzas, all the amount that you ate would be a regular, like, large cheese pizza? Or no? 
close to it. Okay, so he basically ate it. like a pizza. <laughs> and then he looked really good, actually, thankfully. The pizza actually made him look really good. Um, and so you go to uh, pre-judging. Right. What was it like backstage at pre-judging? Um, well, first, we you know, we had to go through the expo and all that good stuff and everybody, you know, breaking their necks. Like, who are these swole-ass people walking? <laughs> we just walking, and then we walked to the back. Uh, by the way, after I had the pizza, I really didn't have to eat anything else. Honestly, you were you were you were good until prejudging. I right? was pretty much good. I was finna eat another meal, but I was like, I don't think I should do that. How was your stomach? It was good, but I just felt like if I ate something again, I was gonna be full. And then when I was finna eat some more rice, she was like, "Okay, y'all guys got ten minutes. Start pumping up." I was like, "Cool." Did you I'm poop after the pizza that. or no? Actually, I did. Yeah, like I probably felt five good. minutes prior to that, I did, and I told Flex, "It's like good." Good, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Nobody so, wants to have a pizza and have it sitting in their stomach no, all the time. It, it, went, it was gone. Did your stomach feel bloated at all? No, not at all. That's good. I feel like I didn't eat anything. Like, it's crazy <laughs> when you're so depleted, you eat something that shitty, and, like, you felt like you didn't eat nothing. Were you drinking water? No. So you, had, you ate the pizza, but I had no water? No, yeah. I, I probably didn't have water till after prejudging. All yeah? over? Yeah. All over America, people are going to listen to this, and they're going to eat pizza backstage but they're gonna have no water pizza no water and make sure you don't eat nothing else after the pizza <laughs> <laughs> there'll be people that try this good luck guys take some glycolog with it um so when you were backstage was everybody nice to each other were they mean everybody was, was like, cool man i was laying down and i had i remember the first person that went up to me was george he shook my hand and like saying what's up mm -hmm. you know then talked to everybody else everybody saying good luck it was cool it wasn't bad no assholes you know just when you guys were pumping up, was there anybody that you looked at that you were like, damn? No, because I was in the corner just doing your own myself. thing. Yeah, I don't. Yeah. I'll never forget. I was uh, it was nationals the year that uh, Seth Rossi turned pro that year. And it was like me, Seth, a couple other people were like chilling in the back. I think I was like bullshitting with Seth in the back. And then all of a sudden, Cedric McMillan walked by and it was like he walked like right by us and we both kind of like turn and, and looked at him at the same time and then I looked at Seth and I go well he won and Seth started laughing and he was like what the fuck sure enough Cedric Millen did win the overall well I kind of lied I think when uh, when George Peterson did take his uh, shirt off I probably never seen a back that damn dense yeah his like, back's crazy yeah I was yeah that's but, I call him I call uh, George the Bull the Ronnie Coleman of the classic bodybuilding division he's just a, a freak of a guy. I don't know how he makes the week. When me and Corey were at a, the Grand Prix, we were like backstage. Everybody's about to go up there and, you know, everybody looked pretty good. And then I can't remember what I had like reached down to get like more pixie sticks or something out of my bag. Mm -hmm. And I look up and this dude is standing there and he's holding his biceps, like squeezing them as he's standing there like this. And I look at Corey and I look at him and Corey looks at me and goes, that guy just won. <laughs> and I look at him and I was like, bro, you look great. He goes, I'm just trying to hold my pump. <laughs> I swear to God, he's, like, he's squeezing the shit. He's literally holding it. Backstage. He's like, I'm just trying to hold my pump. <laughs> and sure enough, that dude won the overall. That's funny. I can't remember his name, but like me and Corey both just looked at his and like, holy shit. <laughs> hey, bro, you look good. He's like, oh, I'm, just trying to, I'm just trying to make sure I stay good. I think anybody that competes like, like in the beginning, you always have that moment where you're like, look at this freaking guy. Um, so when you went out, you did your free routine. Did you 
have any nerves, excitement, adrenaline? Like, what was going through your mind when you're out there? I I actually love it when I'm in front of them, you know. I feel like the more people I can just show off even more. (laughs) Good. I want you to keep that confidence. I'm just one of those people where I get on stage, I'm like, shit, I'm going to show off. Good. I'm going to just, I'm going to do some and plus more. You know, I'm just more comfortable in front of a lot of people. Good. It's crazy. That's very important in bodybuilding because, you know, you're by yourself on stage with a shitload of people. I got, like, girls that would be, like, posing for me, right? But you know what's crazy? Oh, I mean to cut you off. It's all good. You know? But I would just tell them all the time, like, they'd be super nervous. And I'm like, you better get rid of that because I'm by myself right now. You're going to be on stage with a shitload of people staring at you. So you better get that out of your mind. What were you going to say? I felt like when I was posing in front of Flex at his house, I was more nervous doing that than when I was on stage. I felt like I just did shit that we didn't even go over. Yeah. In the back, which is probably because you're sitting there with Flex and you know he's like critiquing the shit out of you. Whereas there, everybody's just there as your fans, just watching what, what you're yeah. doing. You know, um, when you got called for the first first call out, what was going through your mind? Um, I knew that was going to happen. Mm-hmm. I just knew that was going to happen. I just I felt like I present myself very well on stage with those guys for sure how did you feel at this show versus your last show as far as like your physique oh man tremendous change i was tremendous i was uh bigger yeah i was i was bigger uh more condition and posing was uh, much better so you had to feel very confident because of that yes yes all right so you're in the lineup me and flex we uh we snuck up to the front were you able to hear us when we were like yelling at you like how to pose and do stuff yeah I definitely hear y'all i think that that is always interesting is um when I was competing and I had people that would like yell if I was making mistakes or whatever, I always listened to that and I always found that it helped me. Um, so whenever we have people that we're friends with or that we're helping in shows, try to sit right up at the front and just help give them that, that extra push. I think it does make a big difference. When I went there, I'm telling you, I would have bombed so hard if it wasn't for Billy sitting dead center. He didn't yell. He just kept giving me signals. Yeah. Like, do this, do yep. that. Do th- and I just kept watching him. It and, helps. Doing it, and he was like, yes. It and then he, I would fall off a little bit and he would be like, no, no, don't do that. And then he would, I would get it good. He'd be like, yes. And I'm like, all right, hold it, hold it. No, it, it helps a lot. Shout out, Billy. That was fucking crucial. Shout out to Billy. Billy trained with uh, Keon yesterday. Um, Honestly, I think the loudest person was Sammy. Sammy is pretty Sammy loud, like, too. Be classical, classical. <laughs> and then I heard a flex squeeze on them legs hard. Yeah, Sammy's pretty loud too. <laughs> and that was it. Um, so after prejudging, um, in your mind, where did you think that you were going to be? I knew I was going to be in the top five, mm-hmm. but I didn't know if I was going for third or fourth. To be honest with you, I thought he was going to be third after prejudging. I, I was like, George the Bull is the clear winner. And... Uh, you know, I, I said it to Flex. I was like, look, you know, people are going to, like, say what they want to say now, right? But it's at the end of the day, it's bodybuilding. No matter who has a nicer shape. No one has a nicer shape than Keon, in my opinion. But at the end of the day, it's bodybuilding. So the biggest, most ripped guy, George the Bull, he's probably going to win. Same way that Dorian won all those shows. Same way that Ronnie Coleman won all those shows. And all the times that Dorian would won, people would say something about this person having a nicer physique. And all the time that Ronnie Coleman would win... They would say that this person had a nicer physique. But at the end of the day, those guys were the biggest and the most ripped. And guess what? That's usually what wins. So with George DeBull, I was like, all right, he's the winner. Now, two through five got very interesting because I was like, they might place Keon fourth. They might place him second uh, because the physiques at that point were very apples and oranges. Although I will say the third place guy had a similar shape to Keon. So with them, I felt like. If one of those, if one of those two was going to place second, the other one would have been third, and then Steve, who was second, would have been fourth because he was much different 
he was taller and, and I don't want to use the word lanky, but I guess I will in this context versus, versus the other guys. So I was um, not disappointed in the fourth place. I was proud of the fourth place, but I definitely could have seen it going second. And I personally thought he was third, um, but I wasn't disappointed in fourth because it was just such a tough group and tough lineup. And I, I really did think that everybody was very good in the top five anyway. Honestly, man, I'm like, I'm not, a lot of people was like, oh, that's BS, that's BS and all that. I, I was like, you know, it's my first, this is my second pro show in my first year of competing. So, I mean, I have nothing to be mad about. You know, my girlfriend was telling me there's nothing to be mad about, nothing to be disappointed about. So, no, you should be I, proud of that. I, I, There's I, I, so I many people that are pleased. never going to make it to the Arnold ever. Yeah, I was I was very pleased with the with the place, and so just getting better from there now. So after the Arnold, uh, we ate some food, and then we all went our separate ways the next day. Um, well, y'all ate some food after the Arnold. I was kind of yeah, I was kind of down, so I had a waffle from Waffle House. <laughs> then I went in the room. What about like, um, where? When did we go to the uh, pizza? When or not the pizza? When did we go to the Italian place? Saturday. Because that was funny because Kian said he had never even been to an Italian place before. And I was like, wait a minute. You've never been to an Italian restaurant? I was like, man, you're going to be in for a treat, dude. Italian food's the best. You're just calling me out. I haven't done nothing. <laughs> <laughs> Literally. So we took him to his first ever Italian restaurant. And uh, do you remember what you got to eat? Some, something Parmesan. Something, everybody <laughs> got the same thing. You can't go wrong in know. Italian food with something Parmesan. I don't know. It was something everybody got. <laughs> I knew nothing on the menu. Everybody got the delicious chicken Parmesan. Yes. But not me. And that was delicious chicken Parmesan. It's so good. It Shit just melts. You, you look at it and it cuts itself. It's amazing. Yeah. <laughs> that, that place is really good. We should do the main dinner there, by the way, next year instead of uh, Charter Oak or wherever we went the first night. For five times more money, by the way. Um, they definitely need a beginner's menu because I knew nothing on there. But you did all right. You did good. We were yeah. just kind of like giving them shit. We're like, here, eat this now. Eat this. Eat this. Um, that was fun. Um, so you went home. Did you take any time off after that? Um. So at first, Flex was like, you know, we'll give you a week. I got, and then I think the day I left, the day before I left, it was like, we'll start back prep Monday. So that was generally like, a day and a half, two days, and I didn't even binge honestly because it didn't give me enough time to. So I was like, "Fuck it." What'd you prep. eat? Um, I had a waffle from Waffle House after the show. A waffle from Waffle. So House. that was nothing. Um, actually, at the expo, um, I had a few, you know, um, uh, brownies or whatnot. That pretty bloated. You didn't me. even get like fried chicken. All you got was a waffle. It was just a waffle. You didn't get any chicken and waffles at Waffle House. That's like the main thing that you get. I, was, I, was, waffle, I think Waffle I House know. sucks, for, for the record. I people. was craving Waffle House, man. No, nah, I mean, I, like, I feel like Waffle House is a major step down from IHOP. That's my personal opinion. And I think Denny's is also a step down. It's just IHOP. the quality of the food. It just, I just don't think it tastes that It good. also really depends on the area you're going I've been to Waffle House in Atlanta many times when I go to see Jared, and I always think it sucks. No, I agree. Waffle House is a step below IHOP, and Denny's is definitely a step below IHOP. But it also depends on the IHOP you go to, because like some IHOPs, they're not. It doesn't even taste like a fucking IHOP. See, IHOPs, their pancakes. I just love their fucking pancakes. Excuse my language. I think I'm pretty sure. Do you like waffles more than pancakes? No. No, you just wanted a waffle that, that Yeah, time. I just wanted a waffle. Yeah, sometimes after weird. a show you want weird shit. Evan said to Pani, used to we used to go places after the show and he'd be like, I'd like a bowl of fresh fruit. 
<laughs> and I'd be like, that's what you want right now after all this diet? And he's like, yeah, like a like mixed fruit, like a bowl of fresh fruit. And I'd be like, yeah, I'll have nachos, a milkshake, and a cheeseburger, and a really bad stomachache afterwards, please. Yeah. You can hold off the fresh fruit for yeah, me. Yeah, they had cookies and everything backstage at the Arnold. Um, They had a whole – they had a – um. Like a little section where they had like a pizza, bread, just everything. Really? Yeah, seriously. For the competitors? Yes. What the fuck? But I wonder if people are always saying that, that Cedric and all these guys aren't in shape at the Arnold. I don't that know. That they're always smooth at the Arnold. Have you ever seen the pictures of like them like, you know, back there eating pizza or anything? <laughs> you never seen that before? Oh, I guess not. Yeah. Wait, are, is it at prejudging or just finals? Um, I think it was just finals. Oh, because they're like, ah, fuck it at this point. You're done. Yeah. Have yeah. some pizza. I've seen people walking and eating before. They called us right back on stage. And she was like, y'all going back on stage. <laughs> That's funny. People already eating. Did you see people eating back there? You don't have to say names. Yeah, people already. Yeah, people you didn't have any of that shit, though, right? No, I wasn't Hell craving no. it. I was craving the waffle. Did you Did you think any, less of anybody for eating the pizza backstage? I was, that was on them. <laughs> that was on them. I wasn't going to do it. I was like, nah. Those same people probably probably are okay with Planet Fitness, too. So um, we went home. You took a little break, but not really, and yeah. then got back into it. And... Um, I was like, I really think that you should do the New York Pro. Now, what did you think about – so we one of the things that, that I thought was kind of annoying, although I knew it was going to happen, is do you pay attention to – so we put out the video where Flex and I both said, talked about you being natural and how like amazed we were with your genetics. And then there was like a bunch of people that were like, oh, he's lying, he's lying. And that, that actually made me really mad because none of us had any reason to lie. And nobody else that I've ever worked with was natural. And I've been supporting – not being natural all these years. And I, I do a podcast that's mostly about steroids these days and, and advising people on the best way to use them. And I got all these people calling me a liar all of a sudden. I think they probably told me I was a liar more than, more than Keon. But did, did, did it bother you that people were like, oh, this guy's lying, he's lying? No, it didn't bother me. Because they think that anyway, right? Yeah, I, I have people in public ask me straight up, you know, what do you take? And I tell them, and then they'll, they'll call me a liar in the face. So it's nothing new to me. Well, I was like, I told him straight up, I go, look, here's the deal. This is the best that you're going to be natural. And you'll, you'll definitely keep improving, for sure. Um, but for what you're trying to do, for where you're where trying to go, I'm glad that you know you stayed natural and you did this all, all the way through. Uh, I, but for New York, I'd like to try some different things and see what we can do and improve you. You know, like we can't do much because you're not going to be able to stay in this class anymore. So you're going to have to really evaluate everything and think to yourself, all right, do I want to stay totally natural and not ever leave this division and probably not grow that much because I'm already at the max level of my class? Or do I want to be the best version of myself that I can be, which means getting bigger, leaner, harder? And uh, one of the critiques that he got was that he wasn't quite as hard as some of the other guys. And I told him straight up, I go, here's the deal. You're never going to be as hard as the guys that are using androgens because it just hardens your physique more. That's just a fact. And uh, I said, you can put years and years in and you'll get harder as the years go by, as you get older, but you'll never be as hard as the guys that are using androgens. That is just one of the effects of androgenic hormones. And I said, you know, there's a way that you can do things that will make you harder very fast if you go that route, but we can't have you growing too much. And so he said he was interested in trying. So he made some differences uh, and some changes to his prep for New York. And you look a lot different already. In fact, when we trained the other day, Sammy said he couldn't believe how much more dense and separated your back was. That's I think where I'm noticing it the most too is your back has improved a lot since the Arnold. Have you done anything like specific with your training? Like, are you still doing mostly six sets of twenty? Um, 
I kind of cut out the six sets of 20, to be honest, a little bit, just trying to focus more on, I've been wanting to throw a little bit more weight around, so I kind of, you know, just doing high volume, just uh, less reps, so more like 10 and 12, mm -hmm. 15 range a little bit, four sets. That's about it, and just, you know, I'm squeezing more, mm -hmm. so. I mean, the improvements are there. I'm, I'm very pleased, so right now you're, you're going to be, well, tomorrow you're basically two weeks out from New York. So we've been out here. We've done legs, did a, a grueling leg workout. We did a sick chest workout, a grueling back workout. Today we did shoulders and arms. I uh, try to maximize his recovery and get him a couple different massage therapies. And we did cryotherapy every day pretty much. That you, you're here. How, how do you like doing the cryotherapy like that? Um, I love it, man. I, I think I feel it instantly when I, you know, maybe it's all in my head, but I feel great right after. Shout out to sure. Ultimate Cryotherapy, always Definitely. taking care of our people. So, in your opinion, how long do you think you feel a difference after you do the cryotherapy? How long? Yeah. Um, say about like 20 minutes, about 20, 30 minutes. Usually when I settle in, shower up and stuff, that's when I feel more relaxed. Yeah. And I don't feel too banged up, you know what I'm saying? Because honestly, if I, didn't do, if I didn't do cryotherapy this whole week, I'll be really fucked up. You know, we went real hard this week, and and really? I here's the thing: I I wasn't gonna hurt him. You know what I mean? I just knew that he'd been training a little harder anyway. And I was like, look, here's the deal: when you come down to train with me, you're gonna train probably harder than you ever have. Like this isn't gonna be some high rep shit. And don't get me wrong, I train with high reps all the time, so it's not a knock on that. I'm like, but you're 23 year, years old, you're fresh, and and we're gonna push you hard. We're gonna fire these fibers off your body. It's like having a high horsepower car and never getting past 3,000. Exactly. RPMs, bro. That's exactly. Got floor them RPMs, dog. Exactly. <laughs> So we went balls out squatting, pressing like crazy. crazy balls out squatting? That balls like out I on the floor. The gym. You had your balls out while you were squatting. This is fucking ridiculous. I don't know. What. I, I had can't to freaking pick Sammy up, and that video was scary, dude. He With went to straight out? failure. No, my balls were out, though. Oh, damn. On his back, actually. On this one, his back. Because <laughs> um, the height difference. I was going to say, there's not a lot he can do about it. <laughs> um, and... Uh, I was like, you know what? I'm going to just make sure that we go to cryo. We're going to get some massage. Just try to maximize on, on training as hard as he could this week while I was here. And, and he's just a machine in the gym. It's it's very uh, exciting to be a part of. It's also like kind of nerve-wracking, too. Because when someone's that strong and that intense, just because I've been around for so long in my head, I'm like, oh, don't hurt yourself, please. Yeah. But, I mean, in, another, like, you know, car reference. I, I just feel like when you see, like, for instance, like a really big lifted truck with huge tires and it's like, just murdering the shit out of a mud pit and it just doesn't even look like anything is like eh, it looks like it's just built to do that you know yeah. like it's it's made it has the right parts it's doing that and it's it's can keep doing it, it for, can. <laughs> you know what i mean like that's honestly how you see some people when they train like they're you could see the agony in their face it looks like they don't want to be doing what they're doing but like his physique and the way that he looks when he trains it just seems like this is what you're supposed to be doing yeah like, and i will i will i will tell you he actually maintains pretty good form throughout like he's not doing anything stupid so he is strong enough to move it you know what i mean it's not like he's like hoisting shit around where i'm like dude stop doing it like that you know like right. he's strong enough to move it he's just strong yeah it's like you see some guys that are doing it and you're like dude you know you're clearly supposed to be a linebacker like you're definitely not meant to be doing crossfit like and then you see people like you know where you're like well this dude looks like his body is mechanically made to be yeah. a bodybuilder yeah he's like, he's he's strong and he's 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 intense which is good so you're going home, uh, actually pretty soon. So we'll start speeding this up. So you're flying back home. You're gonna you're gonna rest a little bit, and then you're into two weeks out. So you're into serious crunch time. Now we did a little cream of rice experiment today. Tell, let's talk about the cream of rice experiment because for starters, 
Kian has in 23 years. Wait, are you 23 or 24? Just turned 24. So he's now 24. He's getting up there. So and his 24 years on planet Earth, he has never had cream of rice before. Once again, that's something I've never done before. <laughs> I love all these new things. I got to show him cream of rice. Hopefully, I'll show him something cooler than like bodybuilding expos and cream of rice. But yo, I just started having like ridiculous thoughts <laughs> <laughs> yo we need to take this dude out to lion country safari oh my god yo that would be really fun because i haven't even been to lion country safari we'll either. let a lion I'm walk on jealous. one of the cars while he's in it and be like yo we don't got this in georgia dude he saw my all my lizards and he was like why do you have these he was like normal. yo why do you have these and i was like i love them and he was like nah there's something wrong with you yeah. maybe there is but i do love my my babies um so what he's been doing is a pretty basic you know, high-low rotation with his food. But on his high days, um, you know, he eats a lot of rice and, and stuff, but he's never had cream of rice. And I, I always say that I feel that cream of rice is the ultimate carb-up food. It's just such a useful food. And cream of rice, it there's no one who can't digest cream of rice. So sometimes people be like, oh, I don't digest cream of rice well. And I'm like, guess what? You are a fucking idiot. I promise you that you are. Come back to me with another statement because there's no gluten in it, so you can't use that excuse. Um... And it, it's just, it's so easy to digest. This is the, the way that I like to explain this to people. Before there were companies like Gerber making smashed up baby foods, doctors actually used to start children when they got off breast milk on cream of rice. That's what they used to suggest mothers start them on cream of rice now so they can start moving into solid foods. So if a precious little baby, as soon as it's off the teat, starts with cream of rice, don't try to tell me that you can't digest cream of rice that baby that can't even make a solid shit yet can digest cream of rice so we had him today this was supposed to be a, a higher carb day and i wanted him to just you do straight cream of rice and i wanted to actually push the the doses with him a little bit so uh, the doses the doses of rice the <laughs> the amounts that he ate so he woke up uh flat which for him his flat is still ridiculous and we took a video of him with no water no food and then we did uh, a 6 o'clock, 8 o'clock, and 10 o'clock meal where he ate 7 ounces of fish. Did Snapper at the first one and, and Orange Ruffy at the second two. And 75 grams of carbs from cream of rice at those meals with glycolog each time. And uh, how did you – what did you think of cream of rice anyway? I made it – I made it for the record – if you guys are curious how I made it, I made it with cinnamon and a little vanilla stevia, so it was more like a dessert. I, I made it cold for him the first time so you can see the difference between cold and hot. Um, so let's talk about cream of rice a little it bit. It was really thick. It, it tasted like a dessert. It was good. <laughs> um, very different from oatmeal than what I usually eat, but I can definitely eat cream of rice all day. But I was starving like hell after I ate it. That's how fast it digested. Yeah. He, he, and Marissa told me, she was like, he's hungry. I'm like, he just ate 75 grams of cream of rice. He's not eating anymore. So um, we did three of those. So that's 225 grams of carbs. And then we went and trained. And I swear, I was like, I've seen him every day this week and how much bigger he looked today after doing that was blew my mind. And I was like, if it is as simple as just doing this cream of rice with him, this is going to be like the most fun thing to see at the New York Pro because he is your 185 today, right? Yes. So you figure he has to get five pounds off of him, which will be fine. Um, it's just a pulling a little bit more fat, tiny little bit more fat and then just some water playing around with, with where, where the water is. Um, but if he can explode back up with the cream of rice like that after he weighs in, that's going to be pretty damn freaky. 
pretty damn freaky. Did you feel a lot more pumped in the gym today? Yeah, I, I was definitely pumped. For, just from the warm-up, I was doing the side laps yeah. with the cables. I was like, whoa, okay. Yeah, just from the, the first warm-up, I could actually see how much rounder he was in his clothes. And then when he took his uh, his sweatshirt off, I was like, what the hell? Like, how much di difference it made on him? Um, so when you were tr training with that pump, did you, like, when you were looking at yourself in the mirror, did you feel like you looked a lot different? I was definitely... I told PJ as as um we was training, I was like, dude, I feel like I'm like two hundred something pounds. <laughs> like seriously, that's how pumped I was. Like I was full. It was it was it cool. It was crazy. Well, we now we now have that little trick up our sleeve for the uh, New York Pro. So two weeks. What's gonna uh, What's gonna happen in the next two weeks now? Secret weapon: Secret cream weapon. of rice and pizza. Dude, Uncle Ben, you better f at least send me a free box of cream of rice after all this, please. Hook, hook your boy up. I've been, I've been preaching to you for years. Shout out to Uncle Ben. So you got two more weeks. What's going through your mind for these last two weeks of prep? Man, just keep going hard, man. Be smart, but just keep going hard. So like I said, I'm, uh, we're going to take these rest days this weekend. And then these last two weeks, like it's crunch time. Yep. I mean, the last week is, I mean, the work is not done, but we're there. Yep. You know what I'm saying? So just train smart and just keep resting, keep pounding water and just, you know, go from there and pose. So. Have you have you seen any of like the competitors that are doing the New York Pro or not? Um, I haven't really tried to look, but no. you know, they do shout outs and stuff on Instagram, but I've seen a couple of people, but I, like I said, honestly, I'm just one of those people that I don't really care who show up cuz like Flex say, like they may look good then, but they may not look good when they're on stage those exactly. few seconds a yep. minute. So and and with me coming, you know, during the Arnold, what was that second biggest show in the world? Yeah, that right there is kind of showing me, like, you know, it don't matter who show up; it's just who looks good at that time. Yep. And so, That's damn right. I'm not worried about it. I'm just just go do me, focus on me, just focus on, you know, bettering my physique. That's. I feel like when you try to focus on just trying to win the show or whatever, sometimes it, it throws you off. Just try to focus on bettering your physique and beating your last package. Damn right. You will. I've already seen the improvements already. Are you using uh, any specific? Obviously, like, you know, some of the athletes use some of our supplements. Some of them use all. Some of them use only a couple that they really like. You know, that's part of, you know, being with a company that has so many different products is you can figure out the ones that, that work best for you. That Like, what supplements do you think that you're utilizing the most for your prep right from now? From Blackstone? From Blackstone, yeah. Um, usually, honestly, the Glycolog, dude. And especially for today with yeah. this experiment, man. Man, everybody uses. I use the glycolog a little bit more than I usually did, and it's amazing. So, which pre workout do you like? I like the Dust V two, man. I love it. Can't go wrong with I that. I always post it on my story. That and a hype. Original hype, though, right? Yeah, the original. See, two scoops of that. That's it, man. Good to go. Um, have you ever messed with the Dust X before? Uh, I tried it once or twice. Um, it was good, but I just something that does V two. Like I was in the gym today, I was like, "Damn, I'm tingling." Yeah, the dust V two gives out. you the tingle more. Yeah, That's I, was, what I, was, I was, I was tingling. Um, they're different. I like the fact that we have such different pre workouts, you know, and I also like the fact that we have the stimulant free one. So there you go. There's another person that loves Glycolog. I always say that's that's my go to. I use Glycolog. I will use Glycolog for the rest of my life, um, and I have to plug some of our products, guys. Well, he it's about 2.30, maybe a little after 2.30, and he's got to catch a ride by 3. So you want to shout anybody out or say anything extra? Hey, thank you for having me here, man, again. Um, like, I definitely needed this training. Like I said, that's definitely giving the momentum into this show. Good. 
I'm more turned than ever now, man. So I'm definitely I'm ready to just finish this shit, man, and get it. And it's an easy flight back to Atlanta too. It's only yeah, like an this hour and twenty minutes. Hour and twenty minutes. It's a breeze. What are you gonna do when breeze. you get back? Go to bed. Um, definitely go to the grocery store. I gotta prep some <laughs> more food, man. I have no more food, but yeah, definitely rest, man. I'm gonna take advantage of this weekend and rest and let my body, you know, recover and just smash it again Monday and go from there. Good. All right. Well, um, I think we should let this guy get going, right? It's been a, a pleasure having you, man. That was uh, honestly far more like voice than i thought we were gonna get out of you so you did good you did fantastic you did really good let me ask you something what do you think uh, th so the one when people want to bust your balls this is what they say the most i've been watching all the comments on youtube and, and whatnot what do people what is it <laughs> what goes through your mind when you read that people say that you look like kevin hart on steroids because i know you've seen it because i've seen it plenty of times I don't, I don't, I don't know, man. I, I still don't know how to reply back to that. I've been getting that ever since high school. <laughs> ever since high school, man. So I, I don't know. I just, uh, I don't know. It's not that bad. They say a lot worse shit about me on there. He, he, he's a very likable person, very so likable. I, I don't take it as an insult or anything. No, nah, nah, it's good. They tell, tell me I look like Ronnie from Jersey Shore. I'll trade for Kevin Hart any day over that. Yeah, I mean, like to be honest with you, if you go to any of Kevin Hart's comments on Instagram, there's thousands of women telling you yeah. how how beautiful he is mm -hmm. and how handsome he is and how much they want him to be their baby daddy and shit so you're in a good you're in a good spot yeah you're the kevin hart after picture y you look like yeah exactly <laughs> you look like kevin hart with a body like jesus <laughs> what, what what more could you have like jesus christ so i think on that note we're just gonna end it like we always do with a peace out bye perfect